You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka News. Palitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode... We have calculated that the nine richest Filipinos having more wealth than the, the bottom half, that becomes 55 million of the population of the Philippines. That is really unacceptable. We talk about the sobering findings from Oxfam's latest Wealth Gap report. No one can be left behind if we are to succeed. This is the kind of society that we envision for the Philippines. The same one we are striving for in our development plan. That's President Bongbong Marcos speaking at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. He had gone there with a big delegation to try to sell the country to foreign investors. Except, Filipinos are being left behind more than ever. And if we look into detail, there are 6,800 60 Filipino individuals with net worth of 5 million US dollars and and their total wealth becomes 165 billion US dollars. And there are 370 individual Filipinos with their wealth over 50 million US dollars and their combined wealth is 90 billion. And in the parallel, you see the, the Philippines is a disaster hit country it requires a lot of money for rebuilding, uh, supporting the poor people who are victim of the climate change disasters and catastrophes. That's Mustafa Talpur. He's the Asia Regional Advocacy and Campaigns Lead of global nonprofit Oxfam. Their latest report found that the richest 1% around the world pocketed $26 trillion in new wealth since 2020, despite the pandemic. That's around two-thirds of all new wealth created in that period, a period, I should point out, of extreme hardship and poverty for millions. Put another way, billionaire fortunes increased by 2.7 billion US dollars a day. Oxfam released the report just as the global elite gathered at the posh ski resort in Switzerland for the World Economic Forum. Our old president attended as well, with a large entourage of cabinet members, including his cousin and son again, as well as business tycoons. So it's not only Philippines, it's a worldwide trend. And also all the Asian countries have seen in last few decades rising level of inequality and disparity among rich and the poor. It's really a shame when it's a parallel. The, the billionaires and rich people's wealth is booming and the, the hunger and poverty and this is increasing on the other side. So this is really a system, economic system that is greedy, this is sickening. And this argument on tax cut for rich uh, will create the jobs and economic growth. This story has been oversold. 
and we have seen again and again that it's not working. It's only working for the people who have designed it. How did these ultra-wealthy profit during the pandemic? The wealth of these 20 new billionaires actually came directly from equipment, pharmaceuticals and services needed to fight COVID-19. So this is, this is what people are calling now, these are the crisis billionaires, people who benefit from the human talent crisis or disasters. But the pandemic is just one small piece of the puzzle. There is a massive tax evasion and tax avoidance by the rich people. Globally, there are what we call low-tax jurisdictions. So say Cayman Islands, Netherlands, Singapore. So what is called in the economic terms is called profit shifting. So say if a company, a multinational company or pharmaceutical company working in Philippines, earning a billion US dollars, for example, but they are showing there to the Philippine tax authorities that this profit is earned by their company that's registered in Cayman Island and they are paying tax there, not in the Philippines. And because Cayman Island has a zero tax rate, so even if you earn 1 billion or 10 billion, multiplied by zero is the zero. So they don't pay the tax. So this is the way how they are playing with the global taxation rules. One example Oxfam named in its report is Elon Musk. He paid a true tax rate of around 3% from 2014 and 2018. In contrast, a flower vendor in Uganda makes $80 a month and pays a tax rate of 40%. 4-0. At one level, this billionaire's wealth is booming. On the other side, we see that there are 1.7 billion workers now live in the countries where inflation is outpacing their wages. And hundreds of millions of people are really unable to afford the cost of living. So one of the reasons that Oxfam come up with this research of this extreme inequality is complete collapse of the taxation system uh, for the super rich. And billionaires are paying less than 3% the effective tax rate. So the tax burden actually have been moved or shifted to the ordinary people. We're pausing for a quick break now. When we return, we'll dive into the big debate over wealth taxes. So what solution does Oxfam recommend? We are also calling that the governments have to permanently increase the tax on richest 1% of the people. There is a trend to decreasing tax rates on the rich people. So they must be especially raise taxes on capital gains which are usually subject to very low tax rates. Capital gains are profits earned from selling stocks, bonds, and real estate. The idea of a wealth tax is nothing new. Even Mustafa's home country of Pakistan has charged a one-time solidarity tax on big companies to fund pandemic recovery. Oxfam says an annual wealth tax of up to 5% on the world's multimillionaires and billionaires could raise 1.7 trillion US dollars a year. That would be enough to lift 2 billion people out of poverty. And the Philippines' windfall taxes could give the country an extra 3.8 billion US dollars to work with. That's enough to increase our health budget by two-fifths. Inequality matters because people with too much money and wealth control the politics. And they use the politics to make more money and using the money to manipulate the politics. So it jeopardizes the democracies, and democracy is supposed to be delivering for everybody, every citizen. No kidding. Don't we see this play out in real life every election season? 
high level of inequality also creates an insecurity uh, in the societies. It increases violence, street crimes. There are examples that high unequal countries or the cities have more crimes. A super rich tax bill pushing for a 3% tax on billionaires is actually pending in Congress. Or should I say languishing? It's been there for years, but there's no indication at all it could ever see the light of day. Well, facts aside, the report also lambasted the idea of trickle-down economics. The basic idea is that the more tax breaks and benefits you give corporations and the wealthy, the more it should trickle down to everyone else. It should create more jobs, encourage spending, etc. But Mustafa of Oxfam says we've been sold a lie. So this system is highly unacceptable and creating a cracks in the societies. This is due to the oversold economic ideology of deregulation, privatization, the new liberal economic thinking, that this trickle-down economic will work. So because this ideology was sold to everyone, so all the countries have unified policies on that, and that led to consequences of high levels of these disparities. Oxfam Pilipinas Executive Director Erika Jeronimo also wrote in a statement, 40 years of tax cuts for the super-rich have shown that a rising tide doesn't lift all ships, just the super-yachts. Oxfam didn't name the nine richest Filipinos they calculated held more wealth than the bottom 55 million Pinoys do. But no matter, we all know more or less who they are. The question is, when will enough be enough? The rules are rigged to favor the few. And then it creates empowerment and poverty for majority of the people. It's morally incorrect in the societies. It doesn't make any economic sense. Any economy that's adding a billionaire, it's a sick economy. Millions of people looking for food and, and don't know where their next meal is coming from. That was today's episode of Teca Teca News. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Mark Masilian and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teca Teca News and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. Thanks for listening.